Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness, tranquility descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with him. Some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwis' Tafsir of Juz Amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and intimate manner makes them relatable. So without further ado, let's begin this journey. I'll read another verse, you know, in, in Persian language and then move inshallah. In one of the verses, Qalam Bashikan, Siyahi Rez, Kagaz Soz, Dam Darkash, Hasan E. Kissa Ishkast, Dar Daftar Nami Ganjal. He said, How can you count Allah's favor and His love and mercy? He said, Qalam Bashikan, break your pen. Siyahi Rez, throw your inks. You know, you can't, they can't help you. He said, Qalam Bashikan, Break your pen, break all the pens that you've got. Siyahi raise, you know, and, and throw all your inks. Kaga sod, burn your papers. Dam darkash, and don't take your breath. You can't, you know, you, you can't understand anything. Hassan, this is story of the love of your Lord. It never can be contained in a paper. You can't make a book from that. You can't. You know, pen can come and go. You know, inks can come and can, you know, but the story of the love of your Lord never can be written. It never can come in any book. This is really how much you that You see, the word he uses actually is amazing, wadud. You know, wadud, you know what wadud basically means? What, you know, in Arabic language, you know, you have the word mahabba. Mahabba basically means when you love someone because of something. There's something because that you love. What means you love someone just for the sake of the love? This relation. You don't think about that any beauty or anything like that. Like for example, you know Abu Bakr Siddiq Why do we love him? Because they love him with his quality. Why do we love the Prophet Muhammad Why people love their wives? Why people love men love the women? Why women love the men? Because there's something they see. So there's some good thing they see some something they that mahabba. But mawadda is just loving for the sake of the love. You you, know, you have me made to love. There are the Prophet said in one of the hadith, Tazawwaju. Al Wadud al Walud. Marry those women who are Wadud. What Wadud means? Those who are loving. You know, he did not say marry those women who, who do Mahabba. Because Mahabba basically means love for the sake of something. So it could be that you don't have any reason to be loved, so why your wife is going to love you? So Prophet did not say that you know, marry those women who do Mahabba. Because then it requires that you have some quality. And you know, and you know, the, if women love you for quality, if you don't have quality, then how can they love you? But Prophet says what? Wadud. You know, marry those women who are, who are meant to love. They don't love because you are, you know, have some quality. No, they really just, they, they always loving. They just want to love. You know, marry those women. Al-Walud, you know, those have many children because we are going to, I'm going to be proud of you, you know, in the Day of Judgment. The thing is, Walud basically means just love. So either, you know, women, either mothers, they are made to love. You know, for no reason. Just, you know, love is proper, like, you know, like a son. 
sun basically is to give light it is not the sun every day comes rise and think who to give light who not to give light no <coughs> sun is meant to give the light the water actually is meant to quench your thirst that what water water is your lord actually is wadud he is loving he loves you that what he meant thing is he loves people otherwise how the love how can you be there so you know this word amazing i'm trying to say it's not mahabba it is more than that wadud basically means loving even if people think there no reason for the love and you can see who can love abu jahal just think really the whole purpose of contest of the verse is that the prophet salam could think why allah did not punish abu 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 lahab and abu jahal the reason is because allah is wadud he is loving even if abu jahal abu lahab have no quality for to for to be loved but still he loves them still he wants to give them and don't you see really that all the unbelievers they still are under the love of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they disobey him they unbelieve in him they call all upon the world but still he keeps them alive he gives them more than he gives to believers why because al ghafur wadud he is all for giving the wadud he he just meant for love nothing else to al to keep the difference between wadud mawadda and mahabba and then dhul arsh al majid then quran is saying that you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not you know does not want to give punishment so quickly no he is because reason, he delays because he forgiving all those things. and also the thing is everything under his hand so he is not in rush you know why you are rush because you think if you don't take revenge from your enemy so maybe your enemy later on becomes more powerful and you cannot take get him so when people get hold of their enemy they want to finish as soon as possible because they don't know what will happen in the future allah is not in the rush because nothing can be out of his power because he has such you know such a strong power so he said i'm not in rush you know first thing i love love the people anyway second thing i'm not in rush dul arsh al majid the owner of the throne you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of the throne and then you know al majid you know his allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is is in greatness uh, you know he is so great you know and and ever glorified that you know he does not need does not do this he is not like you know people who are mean he is not mean he is very very great you no know, he does mean people what they do they do this to take revenge all the very quickly allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so great he does not want to take revenge he just you know leave the people fa'alu lima yurid and whatever he wills he is executes it is not that people can make him to fail it is not that if he does not take revenge now after the after a while they will become so strong he can't take revenge from them like for if you read hindu mythology you can see there is a god he creates a god but this new god he becomes so powerful now the first one cannot do anything so the second god actually becomes much more powerful than he can challenge him nothing like that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he leads the people but it never happen that abu jahal can challenge him so much allah cannot do anything abu jahal one day will die Abu Lahab one day will die. He denies them, but in another Abu Jahal and Abu Lahab, they got the power because Allah did not. Fa'alu lamajurid. He is accused whatever he wills. And then now you see the Quran is referring, you know, and these stories everybody among Arab people knew. So Quran says, "Hal ataak hadith al-junud has to come, has has come to you the news and the story of the people of the army, you know, people who made the army and made the you know against Allah Subhanahu wa Taala." have you got now quran referring to after all now quran referring to you know this story is for the people of makka so that i'm trying to say that you know sahabul khudud that was not reference to a story that was all about fire of hell and all those things now quran reminding the people of makka <coughs> don't you know no the story of these people and people of makka knew this thing people know the people of makka know firaun firaun was well known to them and samud because they are is from arab people of samud they are from arab people 
So they knew them very well. So now the Quran is referring to the story. Don't you see? When they disobeyed us, they could not defeat us. They still were under our grip. So we delayed them for a while, but after that, when we held them, we did it firmly. So you people, we delay you, but it's not that you're going to escape. You are not going to run away from us. We can get you at any time. So Hadithul Junood you know, has, has come to you, the news or the story of the people of the army. So you see, Quran has come to you. It, I said this so many times. Sometimes when Quran says you, it means the Prophet Sometimes when the Quran says you, it means the Prophet and all the people you know, with him. And sometimes the Quran says you, and it means other people. But through the agency of the Prophet The Quran basically wants to warn people of Makkah, but Quran is not telling them. Quran is telling them, why is you come basically? Because this message will be conveyed through the Prophet to those people. So all these things are so much in the Quran. Like the Quran says, nisa. O Prophet, when you divorce your wives. So here Quran is talaktum, and talaktum is plural. And the Prophet is only one person. So you can see sometimes the Quran use you and meet the Prophet and other people. Sometimes you use only the Prophet sometimes you, but not the Prophet but other people. So all these things keep coming. So I have come to you the news of the people of the army, Fir'aun and Thamud. People of Fir'aun and Thamud. You know, don't you read those stories? Don't you hear about those stories? What happened? Then the Quran says, kafaru fi takdeeb. Rather, the people who are unbelievers, they are in denial. You know, they don't want, you prophet, oh prophet, you know this thing, you believe in this thing. But their problem is, they are in denial. It is not that they don't have enough proof. You know, when people reject something, what the reason is? Sometimes, maybe people don't have enough information, enough, enough proof. So if you provide the proper proof, they will believe in that. Sometimes it is not a reason. Sometimes because they, they don't feel any need. They don't think that it is important for them. Just they deny for the sake of the denial. Sometimes they have prejudice. Sometimes something else. So Quran says, Rather, their way is denial. And that Quran has come you know, in the surah before. Quran, Quran, Quran said, بَلِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يُكَذِّبُونَ So here Quran says, بَلِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يُكَذِّبُونَ These people, rather, what are they, they are in denial. In all this story, you keep mentioning them, but they are not going to believe. They don't want to listen. وَاللَّهُ مِنْ وَرَائِهِمْ مُحِيطٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is encompassing them from all sides. You know, they deny, and they are very happy, they are deceived, they think really that, you know, see, nothing happened to us. Like, you know, people in Makkah, they think nothing happened to us. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is encompassing them from all the sides, all the car, everywhere. And they are under his full grip. And when he wants, he can take them. That, that what happened. All the time, people don't realize, all the people who create problems for unbelievers. So they feel they are free to do whatever like they don't understand the how they are surrounded by the power of power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Wallahu min wara'ihim muhit. Allah is surrounding them from everywhere. You know, when you read these verses, you know, doctor, you know, this, they got so deep in the heart, the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his majesty and his rahmah, his mercy, his love of the people, in all those things, they do like the magic. And no doubt when they were revealed, you know, many, many people have been moved, you know, to moving the heart of the people. And many people among the Quraysh, they believed. But some who don't want to believe, what they will say, no, the reason the, there's so much power in the Quran is not because the Quran is from revelation of God. It is because it, it is, you know, magic. Or it is a suit, you know, word of soothsayers. It was something like that. They keep making all those things. Quran said, no. The reason it actually is not because it is magic or it is word of soothsayers, but rather what? Bal huwa Quran majid. Rather, it is great Quran. Great reading of Allah Taala. It is really in, uh, amazing. <coughs> it Allah Taala has made the Quran 
you know, so, so, so high to Quran and Majid. You know, no, no, no magician can get it. Nothing. It is a preserved tablet. It is from the heavens, so much protector. Not the magicians can come and get the Quran. So, you know, this is uh, the story of the people. You can see how the Quran has summarized the whole thing. The first thing is that in warning the people of Makkah, then consoling the believers, and then showing the power of Allah Taala, and then creating the need for the for the people to, to, that should believe. Because how the belief is very important for them. If they don't believe, they are going to the fire of hell. And if they believe, they go to paradise. So, and then Quran referring to the story of the past nations. Those people have been knowing that how these people they had more power than the people of Makkah, but how they have been destroyed. Allah gave them time. Then after a while, they have been destroyed. And then the Quran is saying that where people deny it is not because they don't have proof. Quran is so clear after these verses, they should believe in the Quran. So when the people still don't believe, Quran wants to say that you know this actually they have just takdeeb, denial is their way. And then Quran you know saying that you know this is uh, but Allah still can compass them and it is you know great, great Quran reading. Really, you know, people learn the Iman from the Quran. If you you know if you sit properly and read the Quran properly, you can see tears will come your eye. And the Quran says that when the, uh, the, these believers, when the Quran is read, tears used to come from their eye. And there are many, many stories of the unbelievers. When Umar al-Khattar, you know, he came to the house of his, 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 his uh, sister, and they were reading the Quran. And then after that, when Umar then asked them, let me read the thing, it moved his heart. He left his house to, you know, to, to kill the Prophet sallallahu And some verses of the Quran from Surah Taha, they made him move, he's moving his heart. The Quran does this thing. That's why I mentioned in Mona, uh, one of the great pious person in India, Mona Fadur Rahman, you know, he used to say that if uh, there's no reading of the Quran in, in, in the grave or in the paradise, how can we? He actually used to say, How can I enjoy the paradise if there's no Quran? If I don't read the Quran, how can I enjoy the paradise? This is how the people need to enjoy. And many people have reported that when they used to listen to the Quran of these pious people, like Mona Gangohi in India, the people said that when we left lesson from behind, so much crying and you know, uh, weeping. This book really makes people to you know it is coming from pure from Allah. So when your heart is much, much more clean, you know. But the pro thing actually is we Muslims have got such a big treasure. Quran is there and still we complain. Just think properly, does it make sense really? You know, people who don't know what to do, they can complain that we Muslims are, you know, we are in trouble, we don't know what to do. They can complain, but you know what to do. You have got the book and guidance. Can Muslims any time complain? You know, if you have got this book, after this book, can you get a complaint? Allah tells you every single thing what to do. He reveals everything to you. And then still you say we don't know what to do. You know, Akbar says in one of his poetic verses, he says, Khar az mahjur ye Quran shudi, shikwa sanjay gardish dauran shudi. Khar az mahjur ye Quran shudi, shikwa sanjay gardish dauran shudi. You know, you have become humiliated. Humiliated everywhere, weaken everywhere because you left the Quran. You abandoned the Quran, so you are humiliated everywhere. And now you complain about the world that you know this part, you know, doing problem for us, this part against us. You know, do you really need to complain? Do the believers after the Quran they need to complain even? Allah is teaching you how to get Allah's power with you. Allah explained to you how can He help you, and you complain about the world. You know, just imagine if, if you are in the arm of Allah, if you're sitting next to Allah Taala. Are you going to fear anybody else? Who can provide you protection more than Allah Subhanahu Taala? You know, just think really. If believers have, you know, believers just think that once they have got Allah Subhanahu Taala, then it doesn't matter whether they have got anything or not. Allah's power is much, much greater. 
you know, this Quran really should be respected. After the guidance of the Quran, people never should think that we are nothing, we don't have. But many, many Muslims, they say really that we don't know what to do. The, such kind of, the reason is because we don't come to the Quran. Come to this book, it will tell you what to do. It tells you just do Iman and Islam. You know, Allah Subhanahu will protect you. Quran said, in tasbiru wa tattaqu, uh, if you do sober patience and you do taqwa, then their tricks and their plotting and their planning never can harm you. If Muslims do taqwa and sabr, taqwa means to listen to your Lord, fear Him, do what He commands, and then remain firm, patient, then all the plans and plottings and tricks of unbelievers, they never can harm you. Quran said, in tasbiru wa tattaqu, you know, if you do sabr and taqwa, then their plan never can harm you. And now we complain. Reason is because we don't want to do this. Allah is guiding us and understand this properly. Allah will help never can come unless we do get this thing. The starting point always must be Iman properly and Islam properly. One day they come, then Allah will help come. Anyway, we don't have enough time, inshallah. To start going to start uh, next surah. To finish, but if there is a question, you can. Sorry? Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, same thing. It means when when Musa came, could we refer those to be people who had the knowledge but not the belief? Yeah, that's what happened. That that why when Musa came to them, first thing Musa asked them to do is istaqinu billahi wa sabiru. Seek help with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and be patient. First thing to teach them prayer, salah properly and sabr properly, because what they were believing community community by name. But not the real belief. So he wants to create the belief properly. And that you can see when Isa Islam came, the problem of the Jews at the time was because they used to think that they are chosen people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will prefer them over everybody anyway. They are chosen people. Allah subhanahu does not want that. When Isa Islam came to teach them, you only can be chosen if you have Iman and Islam. If you follow Ibrahim and Islam, then you are his family. If you don't follow Ibrahim and Islam, then you are not his family. Simple thing basically is that Jewish way always have been to be treated or to get uh, you know, dignity of the believers without being believers. That was Jews basically think that to get the dignity of the believers without being believers. That's what we Muslims want. We want to have dignity of the believers without being believers. And this is not the Allah's way. Allah SWT has no better relation with us. If we believe in Him and if we surrender to Him, then He will help. If you don't believe in Him and don't surrender to Him, He is not going to help. And surrender basically means taqwa and sabr. Fear him and fulfill his commands and then be patient. Don't rush. Don't wait for a moment. Wait for a while and then his promise will come. His help come. Like the story of Yeshua Islam or Taqwa and Sabr. Listen to him, follow his commands and be patient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promise never has been to community which has just belonging. His promise always with Iman, with Islam, with Taqwa, with the Sabr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want to give you dignity as the believers unless you are believers.
Yeah, the thing actually is, in the Quran, Allah Mahfuz means preserved tablet. Meaning is, there is actually a big record of Allah Taala, where every single thing is kept. The Quran is also kept separately in that big book. So there are certain things like that. The whole thing properly to make very clear is that this book never has been touched and never has been altered and never has been changed by any shaitan, by any devil, by anybody else. It is always kept, it is from Allah, it is kept in right place, preserved right place and then it is sent, sent through the messenger which am trustworthy, powerful, so nobody can take anything from him and then come to a messenger who conveys the message properly. So that all how protection is. So no doubt there is a law mahfuz. Every single thing kept there and Quran is also part of that, that tablet. I don't know this, I don't know. Maybe I don't know, don't remember that. But simple thing basically is, as long as people, people keep repenting, Allah will forgive them. So people can be tired of repentance, but Allah is never tired of forgiveness. So whenever you repent, repentance means what I have said, determination to act differently. But no doubt, people are weak, so sometimes deter determine, but they also break their determination. So then again repent, if again it is broken, again repent, as long as people keep, people keep repenting, I will keep forgiving. But when people stop repenting, then you know it is, it is their problem. So that I know, but I don't know this hadith. Allah said, do whatever, what, do whatever like. I don't, because there's nothing like, I don't think it's like that, Allah said. Sorry. What? What, Forty hadith, sir? In Forty hadith, I'm now no, I don't think it is like that, that you do whatever like. Where is this hadith? What is You know, if anybody remembers the words, <coughs> let me know, because I don't remember any hadith which said that, you know, people keep doing whatever like. Uh, no, no, it basically is, hadith is saying is that, O oh, son of Adam, even if your sins, they reach to the skies and all those things, you know, and you come to me, I don't care, meaning I will forgive them. If you come to him, you know, that hadith says that, O oh, son of Adam, if you do sins and your sins reach to the clouds and fill all the skies and everything, and then you come to ask me forgive, I will forgive and I will not care. That meaning, not if you don't forgive, I, I don't care. You know, it is actually when you come to ask me forgiveness, I will forgive and I don't care how many sins are there. So that's true. If people come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with, with, with the you know, sins full of the ocean and full of the universe, all, all, this, all the spaces, they come to repent, he will forgive. So that had, yeah, that in, in 40 hadith of now. But in not that, you know, oh, son of Adam, do whatever you're doing, and he, you know, I, 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 you know, it will forgive. No, when people come to him. Is it clear?
you know it should not mix between the things really you know i i made very clear and <coughs> what belonging means and what belief means and then belief sometimes can be weaker sometimes stronger believers sometimes are strong believers and sometimes you know weak believer so it could be that somebody believes in allah taala but it is initial believing just you know like people believe but when if people you know people do keep working and keep reading the quran and listening to allah taala and his command messenger then their belief keep increasing so there could be that sometimes people have uh, you know strong belief and sometimes weak belief but even weak belief is better you know belonging itself can only useful people to this world but belonging is not going to be benefit people in the hereafter unless belonging can make you to be elevated to the to the to status of the iman and islam it just belonging mere belonging and do nothing is not going to help people to understand this properly so there could be people who are believers but their belief is strong and weak not very strong belief what is the second part of the question You know, I mentioned at least what repentance means. Repentance means that you determine that you are going to change yourself. If you do like that, that's repentance. You know, some people in India they say Allah Taala, Allah Taala, but they basically don't mean anything from the heart. Oh, you know, this is not repentance. Repentance basically is that you really regret. You know, and you think that. You know, repentance. You know, in ulama, there are many conditions. For example, if you have taken somebody's money, you know, stolen it. and then you want to repent then one condition repentance that you regret second thing you decide that i am not going to do it again and the third condition is return back that money to that person then repentance will happen it's not that you keep the money it's saying the people and then so allah forgive me if you can return back then you must return back you know repentance is not you know simple thing basically is that you know is iman or islam or repentance nothing is with the lips they are with the lips with the heart with the mind with every aspect of your life you are allah's slave not only by words you are allah's slave by your allah wants you to worship him by with your mind with your heart and with your body then he's going to that what iman islam is iman islam is allah's full slavery full submission to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you remember to tune in for the next one for more insightful content in full hd quality on tafsir and other islamic sciences such as hadith fiqh arabic prose grammar and morphology as well as islamic history female scholarship and much much more subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.com org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of people like you